SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Jennifer Sheehan Show. I'm Jennifer. We would love to give you our magazine full of inspirational stories. Go to the JenniferSheehanShow.com to subscribe. I would love to introduce you to my sister in Christ, Lasoy Katie Singleton. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. It's so great to have you back on the show. Mm -hmm. And my gosh, it's been a little over a year and the changes. And <laughs> it was so interesting that our kids went to school together. We lived in the same neighborhood. Mm -hmm. We ran into each other at different parties and at the school yep. and the nail salon. Uh, and, restaurant. and what did you think about me when you first met me? Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> first off, I... You know, you were definitely different. You know, you had big hair, big lips, like tall, <laughs> and felt really intimidated by you. I was like, mm -mm, this girl is not for me. And little did I know, I mean, even though we knew of each other in our same neighborhood and inner circles for eight plus something years, and we never got close until God did it his way. 100%. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because people can't tell because we're sitting down, but you're literally half as big as me. That's true. <laughs> I said, on a good day, I'm five feet one. <laughs> That's on a good on day. On a good day. And then we both have to have heels on because yes. if you're in flats and I'm in heels, we're in big trouble. I, I always tell you, I don't want to hurt your neck. It's okay. <laughs> I'm used to it. I embrace it. So tell me what this first year has been like. The first year, I would say it's the theme of where there's deep sorrow is deeper joy. And it's been, man, a lot of tears, different tears from joy, sadness, embrace, um, redeeming is just, you know, you get that good and you get that bad at the same time. And it's all a lesson. And it's, right. you know, God just put me on a fast track. Yeah. It was very interesting introducing you to Vicki, who's been my yes. counselor and Bible study teacher. And she just knows God's word so well and really helps us. I think yes. you being on fast track, I mean, I would never guess by talking to you that you'd only been a Christian for a year because she's taken you so deep so fast that I would think you've been a Christian for 20 years. You're so knowledgeable about God's word. No. And that's one And your willingness. Thing. Yes, is my obedience. And I said, I always say, oh Lord, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but I trust in him. And you know, spending over 48 years of my life running away from God and not wanting anything to do with him and him being such a gracious God, patient God and new, it was when I was ready, and I think he finally said, finally, and right. sent me you and sent me to Vicky. And really, I like to learn. I love history. I love, 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 love to learn. And the way Vicky teaches and learning from her and listening to God and being still, right. you know, being still. I had no idea when you first told me your story and 
when uh, you put the bag for all the seniors and did the ding door ditch and you did it and then you ran and and then you said can right. you stuff bags with me I'm like sure so all the seniors that couldn't go back to school to Wakeland right. after COVID that they was get, during the lockdown yes and, and you're again, like can you come stuff bags I'm like sure and you tell your story and God's like she's not saved I'm like oh well then she can't come on my show because it's Christian testimonials and right. little did I know then just praying for your salvation that then you would pray to receive Christ as your Savior and then all this would change and go Everything so change fast. and going so fast and that was the beauty of it is you, God using connection of the simple bag of doing good when there was sorrow we wanted to return it with deeper joy for the kids and knowing that they didn't have senior pranks and so forth and we just I didn't know what it's like you know what we're doing this ding dong ditch and and here you are and here we go here I go and just being obedient and um, listening to him. So what did the spiritual warfare look like with friends? It was hard. It was really, really hard because I didn't realize being a Christian, I will lose, let's be honest, a lot of friends. I lost right. a lot of friends and the enemy would use those closest to me to break me. And growing up, you know, I wanted that identity. I was chasing just a mom, a sister in my culture, especially my culture. And I didn't realize that, you know, he would use someone closest to me, like my other sister with the same ethnic, with the same this, and just break my heart. Right. And these were close, close long-term long friends of right. yours that you thought you would be friends with for life. But things change when you become a Christian. Right. God you start acting different. You start right. talking different. Your values change. Your mission and focus changes. Right. And God revealed their heart. Right. And um, But God also redeemed and swapped me off for another sister like you, my sister in Christ. Like true friendships. Right. And, and, you know, there's right. something to be said where I could we can talk as sisters in Christ and go a much deeper level that transcends beyond culture, be, transcends beyond the way we look. And here I am thinking, wow, you know, those are my inner circle girls. They look like me. They, they share the same stuff and they look, but little did God know, it removed that and gave me something better. Same thing when I was a Christian from seventh grade on, but everything changed when I started walking with the Lord and mm -hmm. when I started reading the Bible and praying and mm -hmm. listening to Christian music and trying to be a doer of the Bible, not just a reader. And when that happened, I lost a lot of friends as well. But then I realized who was more important because the Bible says, don't throw your pearls to swine. So the people that are non-believers will not get us. And the closer we get to God, the more they won't get us. Right. We're to be equally yoked. Right. You know, the biggest thing is we're to be equally yoked. And I think equally yoked in the Bible doesn't just mean a husband and wife. I think equally yoked also means friendship. I'm so glad you said yoked because, you know, I knew of Jesus, but I wasn't quite sure of the Jesus people. That's why I don't I think I didn't go to church for a long time. And the first year was kind of funny. Like you say the word yoke. I'm like, okay, Lord, what a joke. Are they going to chase me down with an egg and like egg me? I didn't know, like a prayer closet. I literally, gosh, she gets off like prayer closet. I'm thinking, I literally went into, no shame, into my big pantry and like started knocking like, okay, 
is there a prayer closet? These darn <laughs> Jesus people, you know, have, I don't have being yoked prayer closets. And what was the other term y'all use? And I really had to ask Nikki and, and, you know, not and being humble to ask her, because I really want to know what the difference of being a Christian and being a disciple meant. And I was like, okay, you know what? I really want to be a disciple. Right. And knowing that a prayer closet is really anywhere. It can be your car. It could be a physical closet. It's just somewhere to get quiet with God. And so that's when I say prayer closet. That uh, Going in that, I went into the physical closet, shut the door to get rid of the dogs, the kids, the just to be able to get quiet with God. But that's why you've grown so fast is because you're putting in the work. You're putting in the work by by reading the Bible and praying and listening to Christian music and tithing and serving. And you put in so much work that that's the reason why we can communicate so easily now, like you've been a Christian for 20 years because you've right. put in the work and it is not, it's not about saying you're a Christian, it's learning to be a Christian. And the key is being obedient to God and his word. Exactly. In our next segment, Katie has a special moment with one of her sons. We'll be right back. You won't hear how God is working on mainstream media, but you will hear it on the Jennifer Sheehan television show. In a world currently imprisoned by fear, I'm committed to telling fearless stories of hope, restoration, redemption, and miracles. Here's just a sample of stories my amazing guests share about God's limitless love in action. God rescued me from pornography and sex addiction. I was on the brink of death, but Jesus saved me. I was attacked by a huge grizzly bear but God preserved my life. At the age of two, raised by my sister without parents, my birth father threw me against a metal sheet wall, slicing my stomach open, leaving me for dead in a pool of blood. After he abandoned me, my true heavenly father, God, did not. My 17-year-old son was murdered on Christmas Eve. I was in a bad place. I purchased a gun each day, went to the lake and held it to my head to end my life. After over 50 guns, I sought out professional help. I went on the Jennifer Sheehan television show to share my story. On filming day, God got a hold of my heart, and right there on the set, I prayed to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. This show is giving people hope in Jesus. That's why we do what we do. We, we want you to hear and see amazing stories of how God brings beauty from ashes and how he brings hope and healing. Even in the midst of life's hardest struggles, God is using this show to change lives. Through the power of story, the Jennifer Sheehan television show is sharing the gospel in regions around the globe. We reach an audience of over 3 million people in the U.S., Africa, India, Pakistan, and China. Will you partner with us so that the Jennifer Sheehan show continues to grow in its influence and reach for Jesus Christ? Donate your tax-deductible gift at thejennifersheehanshow.com slash donate. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. So Katie, you shared such an amazing moment with one of your boys. What was that like? It was pure, just, I can't explain it, but joy, redemption, and just, I'm going to say this word, ugly cry. 
I mean, of getting um, baptized together. Um, it was so beautiful to watch. So it was beautiful. such a moment. Yes, it was such a, a moment leading to that point and, and the symbolism of what that meant, the whole baptism and being underwater and coming out. And that all was just, and the reason why there was so much joy and tears is knowing how far I came at that point of how, you know, I was, how we came to America, how I was raised by my sister, how my birth mother, you know, died when I was only five years old, and how my father, birth family tried, my father tried to, to kill me and abandon me, and then coming to America, being raised by my sister with very little means and thinking that, you know, if I had gone down the pool and take my own life that I would be one less mouth to feed, be less of a burden for her. Right. So you actually tried to commit suicide by jumping into a pool and you knew you couldn't swim. Right. Not quite jumping. I was in second grade and, you know, in your second grade mind, you think, wow, okay, I've got, you know, I've got, she's, there's a problem. My sister at that time, you know, she didn't have a luxury of love. She had to marry a much you know, older man to number one, take custody of us in America. And she just didn't working two to three jobs. She just couldn't provide for us. And I didn't want her to break my mother's promise. And I thought, wow, you know what? She usually drops us off at this community pool. And in my second grade mind, I thought, wow, I am, I have a solution. I'm just gonna, you know, commit suicide and I'll towards yes, commit suicide and, you know, try to drown myself and by going in the pool. And I did. Well, I started walking deeper and deeper in the pool and kind of slowly going in and I, you know, let go and I just sank. Well, so I just sank at the bottom of the pool. And even though I was rescued physically and I don't tell us, I don't know who pulled me out. I just remember looking up, seeing lights and seeing a hand and just pull me out. And yes, I came, I was saved physically, but Lasoy still remained on the bottom of the pool. And I felt, you know, and I was, it was easier to go by Katie because the name Lasoy in, in itself, like the enemy put such seed of shame. And, and I didn't think I was worthy of going by Lasoy in Thai means soy means gold, la means sweet. You put the two together, it means sweet golden wine. And I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> you know, do I really, like, I am not worthy to go by sweet golden wine. Could you not name me like cat, <laughs> apple, orange? Like, oh my gosh. And every tour I go, like people say Lasoy, what does that mean? Like, oh gosh, here it comes. <laughs> and I felt uh, not worthy of that name. Right. And since that day at the pool, I was just easier to go by Katie, 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 you know, and getting back. Which is your middle name. Which, which is my middle name. I mean, everybody does it and, and a that, lot yeah. of people do it. And it was just easier. And when I got baptized and feeling that freedom and that weight and that chain being broken and, and those tears of, of letting go of the hurt, the heartache, the sorrow, and coming up and I felt like Lasoy just rising up from the from that pool and came up for air. I felt like for the first time at my baptism at Rock Creek Church, I came up and when I, I, I just- You were truly I just, a new I, person. I was a new person. And, yes. and then you come, my, my son, Patrick, who's 
18 years old, like what 18 year old boy chooses willingly to get baptized together? And I was ready to walk out of the of the, the, the tub and he walked in the pastor asked me, do I want to stay? I got ugly tears coming down and it was, so I just, it was just, I, I couldn't hear music and hear, I was just tears. But I saw my son, I saw Patrick standing there and, and he just embraced me and just pat me. And I remember he said, it's okay. You know, as a mother, I can go tomorrow. It did my job. And, and to be able to have that beautiful moment with my son. And I don't care what people say about me. I don't care what people will do to me or who I lose or who I gain. But having that moment of redemption with my son hugging me and saying, it's okay. Listen, I will do it again. I will walk that fire. I will do everything again. I will even be in that pool again. I will lose my mother again. I will be thrown against the wall and left for dead by my dad again. Yeah. To have it all worth it. To watch that, to watch Patrick, who's <clears throat> like what is he five ten six foot <laughs> he's, he's he's six he's, two he's, he's, six like, two. Oh, he's okay. a big boy <laughs> and to watch to watch you him go under and then you go under and and then you guys just embracing we have video that we're going to show and pictures and then your daughter Isabel sitting next to me and she's watching this and it was just one of the most beautiful sights that God gave me the honor of leading you mm -hmm. to him and then to watch you get baptized in that moment with your son yeah. it's just priceless I, it just shows me how great our god is he is really he's really great and and just to follow and being his disciple and and you know being humble especially i encourage those who are on the line of whether or not you should say yes to Jesus and whether or not it is all worth it. And let me tell you, there's your plan and then there's God's plan. Amen. 100%. Mm -hmm. And his plan's the right way, you know? So now you yeah. got both sons baptized. Isabella's next. Right, <laughs> right. When we come back, Katie's gonna share how she learned how to forgive. We'll be right back. A house is built with walls, but a home is built with memories. Firehouse Movers takes great pride and honor in serving your moving needs. Built over a fireman's code of ethics to be truthful and honest at all times, to display excellence, respect, and loyalty, we are honored for you to entrust us with your valuable memories. And we have been doing so for over 20 years with hundreds of five-star reviews. We never compromise in quality because we understand that it's easier to explain our prices than to apologize for poor service. Call us today at 972-412-6033 and let us tell you why we're passionate for what we do. Learn more at firehousemovers.com. By His grace, we live. By His will, we bond together to serve you. Jennifer Sheehan Show Magazine promotes and connects Christians and Christian-owned businesses worldwide. 
It's digital, nonprofit, and full of inspirational stories. The magazine is emailed, shared on our social media, and promoted weekly on our TV show, reaching millions of viewers. To subscribe to this free magazine and for advertising opportunities, go to thejennifersheehanshow.com. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. So Katie, you get saved, you get baptized, mm -hmm. you have all kinds of spiritual warfare. And you know what's so funny? Tell me how the old Katie, before you got saved, would have acted towards people coming up to you and talking bad about your name or um, saying bad things about you. How would have you acted before you became a Christ follower? I would have felt the need to, like, oh, defend my side of the story, defending the truth, defending this, and, and listen, I am, you know, five feet one, like I said, on a good day, but I've got a little spitfire in, in little me. Little firecracker, yes. what does it say? A big explosion in a little package? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now when I do it God's way, I go into scripture. And I think of the story of David and Goliath when David came down the mountain, even his own family, you know, challenged him and said, you know, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to fight this battle. And it had David stopped to fight that lesser battle with even his own family. He wouldn't have been able to not have fought the bigger battle, which is Goliath. And that and then that's how I now fight the arrows, the battles that comes at me is I go into scripture, I give it to God and I know that's not my weight to carry. And, the, and not fight the lesser battle. So instead of feeling the need to want to share my side, I give it to God. I pray for, um, for you know, those who you know that my enemy or whoever, and just pray that God opens their heart and opens their eyes and just give it to God. Right. And I remember when you ha were having some issues and you're yeah. just calling me crying, and you're like, just pray with me. Like, how do I handle this? And so you and I both agree as sisters in Christ that God hates gossip right. and we're not supposed to gossip. But sometimes mm -hmm. we need to be able to talk to a sister in Christ in confidence and say, how right. do I deal this? What do I do? Stand with me and pray with me. And anything we agree on will be done by our father. And so standing and praying for that person's salvation because she wasn't saved and right. praying that God would bless her and protect her and then standing and saying, okay, God, we have no power. You have all the supernatural power. So we're going to give you the battle. Right. And then when you give them the battle, the crazy thing is they're no longer coming up against you. They're coming up against him. Good luck. Right. And that's, and that's been, you know, been the great redemption is when we're not fighting that lesser battle, even though it hurts, even though you feel like God's and you're on his path and he's able to tell you this is your assignment and not to fight that lesser battle and, and being able to, you know, changing my nonprofit and serving God and being on the board of, of Foundation for Choice and Treasured Vessels and serving the community and, and changing. You know, I wanted my nonprofit to be Community Connects Legacy. God's like, nope, we're not doing that way. Like, okay, 
You should name a community 75 and make it a foundation and listen and lift up others. Right. And like what you've done for the Jennifer Sheehan show. I mean, you're like my second biggest donor. And without your help, Mm -hmm. this show wouldn't just keep growing and growing and growing. Now it's in like Africa and China and Pakistan. And it just in all these Florida and Delaware just keeps growing and growing and growing and your support and your kindness has helped keep stories like your story keep going and spreading the gospel and showing people there's hope in Jesus. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so grateful for you, not only for that, but for your friendship. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm most grateful for is your friendship and how I can trust you and how we can pray together and support Mm -hmm. each other. And we we weren't meant to do life alone. We're meant to do it together and stand together. And I'm, I'm just honored to have a friend like yours. And I know people look at us and like, okay, well, how did this you know, <laughs> form? And like I said, it God looks at our heart. Right. And it also teaches us a lesson to not judge a book by its cover. Absolutely. And he, he's going to deliver to us when we are obedient and we're listening. And again, he's not going to do it our way. He's going to do it. Do it. His, his perfect his way. way, his perfect way, right. and we and I, you may not understand your pain, but I promise you, there is purpose in your pain. There is purpose in that storm. Right, and that's how we build our character. We mm-hmm. have to go through some stuff. He says, "Not if, when we will have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer because he's overcome the world." Right. So knowing that that is coming. And again, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. And so as sisters in Christ, we stand together and go through all this. I can't even imagine doing this crazy, harsh life without the Lord. And if I can help other people understand, like, where, how do you heal? How do you get, when you've come out of the storm, and I know I've I've asked a lot of, I've been asked many times, like, gosh, Katie, you're always laughing. You're always, not always, but for the most part, I do. I like good food and I love, 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 love to laugh. And they asked me, how can you have so much joy? And let me tell you, I have more joy now being a Christian than I ever did. Like a lot more deeper joy. And part of that is is with grace and forgiveness. Right. And it goes back to that relationship that you've been building. You've put in that work with him. You are on your knees praying in God's word and allowing him to change you. And that's why you now have that peace and that strength mm-hmm. and that acceptance that really only he can supernaturally give you. He can only meet your deepest needs. Right. And God, in our God, he's a merciful God. He's such a patient God. And um, and he gives us a choice to have a relationship with right. him. And He that relationship is all up to you. Everyone's relationship is different because that is a choice. You can have a deep relationship, medium relationship, small relationship, no relationship, or you can go full tilt in. It doesn't matter. But know that he is always going to wait for you. He does not judge you. He right. does not judge you. And it's best to know that you have that type of father there. Right. And he says, seek me and I will seek you. So you can just be saved and not do anything with that. Or you can seek him like you've been doing and have this amazing amount of acceptance and joy. And really, that's what the whole world is looking for, to be accepted and to be loved. Mm -hmm. And if they just knew that he gives that freely. Right. And it's peaceful. Like I have so much East in my life now. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much oh. for coming back on the show. I appreciate you. you so much. I love you, girl. Oh, I love you too.
<laughs> when we come back, you can also have that peace and love like Katie has. We'll be right back. Can you imagine living in a resort with like-minded people, full of amenities and activities where safety and health are priorities, where chef-prepared meals, heated indoor pool, and many more amenities are all accessible 24-7, where the joy of life is felt in every corner, a company managed by the Nicholas Foundation, people who truly care about people. It's time to reward yourself. It is time for the Retreat Senior Living, the resort you call home. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. You can also have that peace and that love that Katie has. If you haven't prayed to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, pray with me. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for my sin. You rose on the third day. Please forgive me for my sin. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Tune in next week. We have another incredible story for you. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.